0: Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba. The liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand. The rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantas curve. The enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo. The hot octopus digit. The ever so short messages on fab swingers. The sexy friends on Twitter. And the mighty vanilla alternative with my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to run. Just as well, because it's bed-hopping time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 113. That's 113 of the bed Hoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. With me is... I'm oh, Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. She is trying desperately not to laugh because... You
1: make me laugh.
0: <laughs> Good, that's a really positive start yeah. to the show. <clears throat> um, hopefully you can laugh along with us. Unlike some cunt that I'm going to talk about <gasps> now.
1: Oh my God, you're dropping C-bombs already. I'm dropping bomb C-bomb. You've not even like, done a minute and you're like, C-bomb. I know, right? <laughs> Who's on your C-bomb radar? We had a bad radar, review, didn't we? Oh, we did. We did
0: have a we, bad that review. That doesn't make them a cunt. It does. <laughs>
1: it do, makes make them um, a critical cunt.
0: <laughs> yes. Frontical. <laughs> Cuntical? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we got a bad review. I didn't like it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's but, not
0: bothered me at all. I've not been raging no, about it. No, not at all. No, not at all. What, however, what they did say is that our guests were fantastic Except we as hosts got in the way. So
1: that was like a veiled backhanded compliment.
0: It's yes. So we
1: like the guest, but not you. It's like
0: a Dutch ruddered compliment.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll wank you off, but not with my hand.
1: <laughs> so, so maybe the message here is if you can write a better review that will make Mr. H smile and not call you a cunt, then you know, please do.
0: Yes, that was exactly where I was going to. If you'd like <laughs> to make me smile, give me some head. No, no, no. Uh, write me a review.
1: Oh what a shocker! Someone massaging (laughs) your ego will make you smile.
0: Yeah, I know. It's you know you never know where that might lead. A good review. I do. I do. You? (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. But we're talking about iTunes and you know podcasts there. So if you want to leave us a review and piss all over that guy's words because it It clearly be a guy. Well, his name was okay. Fine. Fine. It looked like a guy. You'll see it when you turn up there.
1: Non-gender specific cunt. Yes. There you go.
0: Much of a cunt, you know. Go and give us a review, and we'll like it. We'll, well, we can't like it physically, but we'll. Wouldn't it be hilarious
1: if non-gender specific cunt was listening to this?
0: Well, to give us another go. Why would they? You know, uh, he might. I hate this show, so I'm going to keep fucking listening. Yeah. Prick.
1: That's even worse. I know. Do you want like, them to just stop listening now?
0: Yeah, piss off. If you don't like it, <laughs> fuck you. Go away. Anyway, I'll
1: write you a review.
0: On to good things.
1: I'll write you a review.
0: Thank you, thank you, dear. Um, we've been travelling all over the bloody place because we've had a week off. We've been
1: globe trotting.
0: Globe trotting. We've actually left the country. Oh my day! Which is fantastic. But we're what, not leaving the country. We don't want to come back again. <laughs> well, you know, we had to come back. There was a lot yeah. of paperwork required, but we're not going to talk about that. This, oh, you tease, Mister H. Mm. I hear you say. Don't worry, we've got some sexy things in store for you. Gentle listener, that we're going to be talking about. Okay. Instead of that, next week or next time round, we're going to cover all the globe trotting. But before we get to that, because it was such a nice time, I just wanted to throw out some thanks to the Wonderlust swingers, oh, yes. sort of Kate and Daryl, formerly,
1: formerly known as Swinging Down Under. Yes, and also. Um, they're known as something else?
0: No, 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 no. The other people. Oh. <laughs> oh dear, come on.
1: Right, Average Fingers. Yes,
0: Jane Angie. So yeah. I want to say a huge thank you to them uh, for putting up with us in Vienna, which was delightful. And also a quick shout out to Secret Stag and Secret Vicks. And I'm sure they'll get mentioned once or twice throughout the course of this episode.
1: You know, you're going to give them like something of a big ego at this rate because we talk about them every time
0: well we won't talk about them next time they're going to start thinking you like them oh shit this is bad anyways uh, the reason that I'm thanking them is because they came and stayed with us for a day or two and we watched Lord of the Rings and it was a really fun time and it was a nice lead into our holiday for a week off yes so there's nothing more wonderful sexy and romantic than watching the entire extended Lord of the Rings trilogy but not quite making Return of the Game (laughs) So I think somebody is... Did you say
1: Return of the Jedi?
0: No, Return of the King.
1: I thought you said Return of the Jedi.
0: No, I didn't say Return of the Jedi. All right, I'll let you off. (laughs) You'll walk me off? Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so we owe them one more film. So we're going to have to see them again now anyway, because otherwise things aren't complete. All right, Okay. Right, we've got to have that bit. Probably my least favourite of the trilogy, if I'm really honest. Not that it's a trilogy, the singular
1: one. Well, the King thing. The
0: King one, yeah. Because
1: it's all green and glowy.
0: Well, I think it's all the ghost stuff Aragorn's in it. a bit
1: glowy, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's all a bit. And there's about 42 goodbyes and lows, and it gets a bit <laughs> wanky and there's 172 different endings. So anyway, enough about that. Let's get on to the thrust, the cut, the um, mm. important bit of this episode. We've done the little intro that's waffled on for five minutes. Thanks for staying with us through that and indulging us. Now indulge us some more while we talk about our fantastic voyage <laughs> to the Unseen Lounge <laughs> social up in Not In A Minute. Bye.
1: Yes, the uh, land of Robin of Sherwood. Isn't Robin Hood? Yes. He was (laughs) from there, Yeah, and Hooters.
0: He called the greatest Duchess to a tavern on the green. (laughs) All those things. But there's
1: a Hooters in Nottingham.
0: There
1: is. It's not in any way related to Robin Hood. No. Although I think Robin Hood would have gone to Hooters. Do you think? Yeah. I reckon he had a, you know, a, a penchant for boobs. dear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... There's um, always
1: do-gooding everywhere. You probably deserve some boobs.
0: Oh, we all love a bit of do-gooding everywhere. And boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so we went to the Unseen Lounge Social. Mm. We, we made it up there. The journey, not that you need to know this, but was fucking horrible. It was like it Lord was of the Rings. It was arduous.
1: It was like a journey to Mordor. Was, yes.
0: Wonder simply not walk into Mordor, whatever the fucking phrase is. It was a long way to go. It was just
1: balls, wasn't it? Was
0: it? Just ah. So the two of us traipsed up to yeah. Nottingham yeah, And we took marvellously half a day off or a day off to get there and thought, we'll have plenty of time before it all starts. We can wander around, we can do a little bit of shopping, it'd be great. Literally wandered up and had an hour and a half before it all started.
1: Not even that long.
0: It was just running <laughs> We had around. enough
1: for, let me see, one gin and tonic and a large glass of wine. That was it. That's how I measure all my time now.
0: In, in our time, that's... How many th- drinks? Six and a half minutes <laughs> for those two <laughs> drinks. So we weren't staying there alone though.
1: Ah, here we go. And, you know, the people we just aforementioned,
0: half of them is
1: going to make an appearance now.
0: <laughs> half, which? The top half? The bottom half? Uh,
1: The the pretty uh, female half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? You're really stumbling over some words there. Yeah. I'm, the I, yeah. Uh, pretty life right, um, um, finds a... Yes. Yeah. Who turned up... And stayed with us. Secret Vixen. There we go.
1: Yay! Boom.
0: Yay, everybody! <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, they were unable to get childcare sorted out.
1: So, Mr. Vixen.
0: <laughs> Secret Stag. Mr.
1: Stag. Mr. Stag. They called him Mr. It.
0: Stag. Secret Stag decided or volunteered to stay at home and look after the kids. While we entertained Secret Vixen, that's
1: kind of his thing, right?
0: That kind of is his jam, yeah. <laughs> so
1: he does kind of enjoy that, anyway. Well,
0: this I think was a new thing for him because normally we, well, in fact, every time we've met them, mm. we've met them as a couple. I know, and so he was away from that couple dynamic for a change.
1: But going back to the original dynamic that he likes,
0: yes, of course. So mm. she rocked up with with a good half an hour to go before we needed to get out the door.
1: Yeah. We forced fed us some wine and pizza.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hosed her down outside yeah got her changed excellent I know and then jumped in a cab eventually and got to the Unseen Land Social yeah and it was a really nice venue it was a really big place quite funky
1: I loved the venue yeah yeah Kudos to Mr. Lounge. It was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so our good friends, Barney Stinson and Emma Stone, uh, also known as the Unseen Lounge, run the yes. social up there. and They put in an amazing amount of effort. They'd organised a huge crowd, much, much bigger than it our social. Massive, not that we're yeah. you know, comparing size or anything.
1: Size isn't
0: everything. No, it's not everything. It's how you use it, apparently. <laughs> so, you know, we, we got there. It was, it was this big, big room, gigantic bar there. And it was really, really busy, wasn't it?
1: It was. Um, there was lots and lots of standing around, lots of people like on their feet mingling. Really, compared to our social, which has obviously been a lot smaller, it was quite weird to see so many people in one place.
0: Yeah, and we so we got through the door and saw them. They were sort of at the door, pretty much greeting people as they came in. Yeah. And it was really nice to see our friends again. Really cool to see them. And as ever, they looked delightful.
1: Yep. And then we went straight to the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's our first... Because that's first, what everyone yeah. does when
1: they first like get into a social gathering, right? You just head to what you know best you want to drink in your hand.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So w- we had a couple of drinks. Yes. Great.
1: Surveyed the room.
0: Surveyed the room and mingled a little bit. Not particularly effectively, I'm going to be honest. The three of us pretty much stayed together and well, didn't, we did. didn't really go throughout the room. However, a <laughs> number of people were fans of the show and came up and spoke to us and said hello. So if you were one of those people, hello, thank you. That was amazing and very kind of you. It was
1: really lovely to meet us, meet some fans, actually, especially as we were going to someone else's show, social, (laughs) social, social. So it kind of felt like, oh, people here want to speak to us as well. It's nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And because this was the week after our own social, I don't think we'd had enough time really to invest in in sort of getting to know everybody. So I think we were a little bit shy. Mm, um, I agree. And it kind of... It kind of took a little while for us to warm up and start traveling. And we were travel people. weary
1: as well. We'd been in a car for like a million hours. Oh, we're just
0: throwing excuses out now. Yeah. No. We, so we did our normal thing and pretty much sat in a corner.
1: wasn't. A- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? I, and now I did sit in the corner a little bit because it was a bit cooler there. Okay. And there was like an open window. So it was and nice. More
0: excuses. Yep. Okay.
1: And the other excuse was. Uh, it was a little bit quieter. Uh, I that's could true. hear better.
0: That's one thing I, I would say is that it was very, very noisy. Not yeah. as noisy as the Bristol Social, which nope. you can actually hear 450 miles away. Yeah. Uh, but it was was sort of loud enough to to make conversation a little bit more difficult than yeah. I'd like.
1: Yeah, and I, I just had to retreat a little bit so that I didn't have noise on every side of me.
0: Yeah. I mean, there were spots around the room where it was a bit quieter. And Maybe this was getting okay. old. Maybe. Getting gotten. <laughs> hey! Hey! So we had a really lovely evening, met lots of people that listened to the Ooh, show that's really nice. and uh, had a good chat with some of those folks. Yeah. Did a little tiny bit of mingling, not a massive amount, if we're really honest, probably could have done better on that front.
1: Yeah, we could have done, but equally we were a bit tired. So.
0: Yeah. And before we knew it, we were the only three people in that room.
1: <laughs> we were, well, yeah, there were a couple who stayed back to talk to us as well, which were lovely. Uh, but then we were the only ones left. Yeah. Yeah,
0: pretty
1: much. She's like, "Oh, last about-
0: folks standing." Yeah. So we went back to the hotel,
1: which wasn't that far away. Mm. Uh, it was just a, a sort of five-minute cab ride back together.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're uh, wondering how far away it was from our hotel, which you don't know where it is, then it was just five minutes. <laughs> we will be providing you with all this superfluous <laughs> information that you need to enjoy. These things this. are important. <laughs> They're important to us, probably not to everyone else. <laughs> Anyways, carry on, good wife.
1: Well, uh, I was going to say, what was what was going through your mind when you were in the taxi?
0: I wasn't, I wasn't too sure actually with with what was going through through my head. I kind of thought it. I, I wasn't getting a "Hey, sexy times are on the cards" no. vibe, particularly because mm. we haven't been particularly flirty with each other throughout the course of the night.
1: No, I would agree with that. No,
0: no more so than just yeah. just sort of hanging around with with them yeah. or, or her. And I was kind of decompressing a little bit. From just sort of being in the room with so many people and having lots of conversations. So I was I was just kind of just, oh, something nice might happen. I don't know, but it's kind of chilled and it's it was mm. kind of a nice vibe. What I will say, actually, before I go any further on this, I do want to say a huge thank you to to Barney and Emma for hosting the thing. But also want to say, give a shout out to their partners because they had their Dom and Sub there with them. I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh,
0: and we've met them before, I think. We vaguely.
1: definitely met his other half. Yes. yes. It was nice to meet them again.
0: Yeah, so it was lovely to see them. So I just want to say, before we delve into all the other stuff, mm-hmm. that um, it was a really nice little event. I say little, much bigger than us. Really nice event. It was some really cool people there. So if you get the chance to go, and I know they've got another one on the cards for November, I think. Yeah,
1: like a, a Christmassy one. Yeah
0: go, yeah, go along. If you can make it, please do. Please do. It's it's a really good little space.
1: I think it's already 50% sold out as well. Really? At the time of
0: recording this, so it may even be more sold. out. But anyway, if you're in the area, it's definitely worth seeking out. And they're fantastic hosts. And I want to say a huge thank you Mm. to them for for hosting us and letting us come along and, you know, putting up with our nonsense. What? Yeah, exactly.
1: Your nonsense.
0: My nonsense, maybe. So we're in the cab. We're getting back to the hotel. And we get back to the hotel. Mm. What happens, Mrs. H? I was hungry. Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) not unusual.
1: (laughs) I genuinely was peckish. Just peckish, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, a little bit. And we got in and actually the room was really cold. I remember it being really brisk. Mm-hmm. And me and Secret Vixen decided to immediately dive onto one bed and get warm. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that in the nicest, cuddly way. I don't <laughs> no, mean, I don't mean we dived on there and started making out. We we just needed to decompress, like take the heels off and just feel a bit more... Ugh. Normal. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, and you were hungry at this point,
1: and all we had was cola bottles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she had a nutritious um, some some sweets sweets that that were available to us.
1: So we we kind of dive under the duvet together and had some cola bottles, oh, which was actually really sweet.
0: <laughs> and that was the end of the night, and no, everything was fantastic. It was not. Oh, okay. No,
1: but once we were back in the room, it kind of crossed my mind then that oh. <laughs> three of <laughs> us <laughs> okay my favorite vessel brand scene from get him to the greek yeah. yes yes mm-hmm. yes and i suddenly thought oh here we are we've taken secret vixen away with us We've, you know stag's blessing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i kind of already started thinking at that point that i think he was really hoping that we would do some stuff without I, him?
0: I think he was very keen on us doing some things. Yeah, even um, even
1: though he was probably a bit apprehensive because it was again a new slant on their dynamic yeah. of, you know, a couple that he's actually played with and we've been a four. And now it's the three. Yeah. So there's the obvious FOMO that's going to be running through his head. Maybe. Yeah.
0: And throughout the course of the evening, we'd been, we'll say we, I'd been sending him pictures of, <laughs> of, of you two and, and sort of checking in yeah. and saying hello and all that sort of stuff.
1: So I, I think it was in my mind at that point then that, okay, well, now we're into the next phase of the night, which is the three of us are alone mm-hmm. and we're back in the hotel room. <laughs> and if you could have played that music, then maybe you should have done. <laughs> but also because we were all quite familiar and mm-hmm. friendly and bantery, yeah. it kind of didn't move into that space very easily, I think, at first. Because we were like, okay, what do we do now? <laughs> well, I
0: think I think there was a there was a different dynamic because he wasn't there. So yeah. although he was very, very present in terms of sort of at our thoughts. Yeah. And also in his messages. (laughs) But I think it was a bit of like, oh, how, 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 what? What do we do uh, now? Yeah. How's this going to go now? And What happened? Tell me.
1: What happened? Oh my God. Um, Right. So we, me and Secret Vixen were warming up, as I said earlier. Oh yes. And then, oh my God, what happened then? And then I think, I think we might have removed some clothes.
0: Yeah, I think you probably did.
1: Because we were... Under the duvet. Let's
0: just say for the sake of things happening. Okay, we
1: removed some clothes. Yeah. And I believe at that point we decided to phone him to say hi. Was oh, that right? I don't
0: think that happened just yet. I think Do there was not. a little bit of naughtiness well, that Well, you're happened. going to have to help me out then. So I think, I think some making out started. Yes. And then I disappeared under the duvet. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. I did. And with me, I'd brought two toys.
1: Oh, yes, you had. Okay. Yeah. So you bought your hot octopus.
0: Yes. I bought both hot octopus toys, the ammo (laughs) and the the cock ring, but I used them both as vibrators. So there was me while you two were making out sort of on top of the duvet. Yeah. I was underneath using the vibrators on both of you.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. There you go. So you have to help me out with this recollection of it (laughs) now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So you entertaining us both. Mm hmm. Underneath the duvet.
0: And what was really quite fun about that, apart from the fact that I was playing with these two amazing ladies, <laughs> was that you both came at the same time.
1: We did. And that happened before. And I think, it was, I think it was really exciting for both of us when that happened before. Yeah. So, and it is rare that I can do that so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, kudos to you. Oh, thank guess, you. And your wonderful tools.
0: Yeah, I know. It's...
1: But at some point during these events, we, we did um, FaceTime. Stag.
0: We did indeed. We did FaceTime him. Yeah. And we FaceTimed him again. <laughs> and he was very keen to show how excited he was.
1: Yes. And, you know, he must have been going through some inner turmoil at that point.
0: Well, what's interesting is that at this point, things diverge from our normal playstyle, mm. from our normal playstyle. Yeah. So you sort of sat back. And I think, you know, in a minute, we're going we're to go through something. Oh. Yes in oh. a minute, going to go through something. But you sat back and, and watched me play with her.
1: I elected to do that. Yeah. I I told you both I was going to do that.
0: Okay, so why was that? We was hadn't the...
1: pre-discussed any of this.
0: We, we not
1: Not as a three. We hadn't sat okay. down and go, hey, this is how it's going to go down and this is what we think we might do. Okay. I decided I was... I kind of wanted to channel what Stag would be going through mm-hmm. because I was almost replacing him in a in a kind of this three of us and as much as I love a threesome yeah I also kind of wanted to safely test my own boundaries of taking a different slant on it all yeah and I do like to be involved but also I've of of late have enjoyed more um watching as well okay but as long as I don't feel like I'm being pushed out or not involved or not included.
0: Well, that started off with you taking pictures, didn't it?
1: I did. And I told you I was going to do it. And I asked if I was okay. And I basically said, I think a stag would really like me to take some pictures of what's going on now. Mm -hmm. And I had promised him that I would do that at some point. I didn't say how it was going to happen or whether I was actually going to physically sit back and do it or just try and do it while I was involved. But I actually decided it was better to sit back and be a non-active participant. Okay. So I could do that properly.
0: So one of the things that you did following this experience. Mm, yeah. And we've got to jumble up our time a little bit. A little bit. Is that you wrote sort of a write-up of the evening.
1: I gave Stag a summary of how I felt. Okay. Because I kind of wanted him to be as involved as he could without being there. Yeah. Um and because we weren't able to kind of phone him and have him there the whole way through, sort of on the phone or FaceTiming him while it was going on. I thought it'd be nice if I kind of told him how it felt from my perspective.
0: Okay. I mean, you could have live streamed it to our Patreon, but...
1: (laughs) No, it doesn't seem right. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I thought I'd try and remember as much as I could and and kind of jot it down for him as a little experience.
0: Okay. And you're going to share that with us in just a moment
1: so you say.
0: <laughs> yes. So you, I've not heard this or no, seen this. No, you haven't.
1: No, I've shared it with Stag.
0: And to be fair, I've, I think I've not even seen all the pictures.
1: You have? I've shown you. No, I've I not have seen
0: There were glances of pictures only.
1: Mm, there was lots of pictures. There were a lot of and pictures.
0: And some videos. And some videos as You've well. You've seen
1: the videos. I've shown you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't yeah, believe don't you for really. a moment. Anyway, so I think, before we go any further and sort of talk about the end of how the evening panned mm. out, I think you share how you felt about this experience. Okay. You going to read this? I
1: can. And bear in mind I'm no writer. No, I know. And, and this is not uh <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and this is not um me trying to be all bloggy with my um my recollections of things. So this is
0: you sharing your thoughts this on This is literally how it... me
1: downloading my thoughts to Stag. Yeah. And I think it was probably a couple of days after that I wrote this for him. Yeah, you
0: started writing it the next day and then, and then the I day after went, uh, and, and yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> But it was it was nice to kind of remember it all as well and like chronicle it a little bit. Okay. And as I said, it's not super well written. It's just a kind of I wanted him to know what we'd done and how it had happened and how I felt. Okay. And you haven't heard it. No,
0: I've not. Although heard you this. were
1: there, so you know what happened.
0: Yeah, I do know what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's taking her glasses off. That's she's going to because I'm them. old and
1: I can't <laughs> see to read. <laughs> it's not for any other. i to make the font effect. bigger for you. <laughs> so can you do that?
0: <laughs> you can on your phone.
1: Oh, wait. I can't. I'm not doing it. Why not? Because I'll, I'll make it all wrong and then I'll lose it.
0: Okay, just just talk through it.
1: Okay. See, you haven't heard this? No. Okay. And you want me to just read what I wrote to him?
0: Yeah, obviously, if you use any names, let's, let's swap I'm them not. out.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to think of my feet now.
0: Oh, shit. We're all fucking doomed now. Oh, anyway, just fuck. like we've built this up more than enough. I've not heard it. It might be shit. Oh, my
1: God, it might be really bad. It might be. <laughs> All right. So it's like some rude bits, but also some funny bits. Okay. Okay. All right. This is what I sent to Stag. Where do I begin? We arrived back at the hotel. We were full of giggles and some mild flirty vibes, knowing that we were spending the night together. Once we got back to our hotel room, we piled onto the bed together and we ate some sweets, some cola bottles together. I bet you weren't expecting this to get so sexy so quickly. (laughs) And we chatted a bit about how we felt being together as a trio without you. We knew that we had your blessing, but we still really missed you, and I think we wanted to put each other at ease. Vixen and I undressed, and we jumped under the duvet together as she was really cold, and then we cuddled a little until she stopped shivering. Vixen and I didn't actually kiss each other until the first time we FaceTimed you. It's almost as if we needed you in the room somehow to give us the impetus to begin getting more intimate. And Mr H told us that you would probably like to see us kissing each other. Not long after we started kissing, Mr. H moved down the bed and he started playing with us both at the same time. He somehow managed to produce a moxie for me and the hot octopus for Vixen and he started playing with us both at the same time, using the toys on us together while we continued kissing each other and stroking each other's necks and breasts. Vixen FaceTimed you a second time at this point and knowing what was happening to her made you climax during that call. Mr. H began using his fingers and us both while the toys were on us, and it wasn't long until we both reached orgasm at the same time. By this time, I was thinking about how I wanted to take some photos of what was happening so I could share them with you, as you had been on my mind all the time Mr. H was playing with us, and I was imagining how excited you would be watching him pleasure us both. I moved further down the bed, and I told them both I was going to take some photos. Mr. H had started playing with Vixen again, and was using his fingers a lot. I think at this point he might be trying to find her G-spot. <laughs> so this went on for some time. I told them both I wanted Mr. H to start fucking Vixen. Before he put his condom on, I took some photos of his cock next to Vixen. So it implied that he was going to enter her bare back. as we thought you would be excited by this imagery. He then put a condom on and I moved behind them and I lay on my side so I could take pictures of my husband entering Vixen. It's not the first time I've elected to sit back a little and watch him fuck another woman, but this was the first time I was kind of seeing it through your eyes. I was imagining I was you in your stag role, sitting back and watching the scene unfold in front of you, knowing the power of letting this happen was completely in your hands. I had asked him to fuck in front of me while I watched, and it felt really empowering knowing that this was my choice to watch and I hadn't been left out, or I hadn't felt that there wasn't a role for me in the play dynamic. It was completely my desire to watch and to gain pleasure that was driving my excitement. And at this point, I wanted to be able to show you what I was watching. So I took pictures, a lot of them, and I asked them to keep shifting position now and then so I could get a better view. All the while telling them both I was taking pictures that I intended to share with you. And I told them how aroused the images would make you. It felt like Mr. H was playing to the voyeur experience for us both and he was taking his time fucking her and letting me rearrange positions to get better pictures. I had already started feeling aroused by what I was seeing, and knowing I was watching Vixen being pleasured by my husband was exciting me, so I carried on using the toy myself while I took another video for you. It was really hard to film, the bed was shaking now, (laughs) so much from how hard he was fucking her, so I moved to the other bed and watched them from the other side. This was even hotter as I could see both their faces, and I decided to take more photos and videos, as I didn't want you to miss out on this different view. I continued playing with my toy while watching him fuck her faster and faster. He pinned her legs backwards over her shoulders, and I think I came pretty close to reaching a second climax, but not quite. He came, and I returned to the bed to be with them both, and then we all decided it was time to get some sleep. I really enjoyed seeing the whole thing through your stag lens. I wouldn't want to do it every time because I enjoy being involved, but it was really good to sit back and take in the sight and watch their enjoyment. There we go. <laughs>
0: How did that feel? How did it feel for you? Well, hearing that, that's, I mean, that's very similar to the discussions that we'd had in the car on the way, way home. Yeah. And um, subsequently, it was really interesting. You seem to really get into the role of sort of sitting back and watching. Mm. Which, it was really sexy watching you do that. And, uh, you know, I, I did kind of play up to it a little bit. It's not unlike me to play up in front of a camera, as we all know, or in front of a microphone or in front of a stage or, you know, that made it all, all the hotter. The fact that you were there and it was really clear you were into it made it feel really, really sexy and really hot for me. Mm. And she seemed to be enjoying herself.
1: You think? Yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> I mean, you both seem to be enjoying it quite a lot, a lot more pretzily than, than <laughs> standard, <laughs> but it was lots of hot moves and even sort of placing my cock on her.
1: Yeah, I think that was a new one for us. And obviously you didn't do anything there back, but the implication was there. And I think the imagery alone of the implication that something could happen, but obviously didn't, Mm -hmm. I knew would have really excited him.
0: Yeah, I think you quite liked it as well, watching your face.
1: Yeah, it's it's really quite naughty without going there, Yeah,
0: and I think you quite liked sort of a bit of rearranging. And Mm. um, like after I literally sort of went inside her, you were quite keen to sort of rearrange us a little bit and just to take <laughs> a better did. picture. So it's like, no, no, don't, don't start doing anything yet. Just just, yeah, just shift I some balls out of the way. I and...
1: lifted your balls out of the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My pendulous balls moved out of the way by your delicate hand to take a picture. Uh, all for secret stag.
1: My goodness, that man is lucky <laughs> to have this eloquently written soliloquy of what went down. And in and out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it was it was really hot to hear that. How how do you feel about the situation reflecting back because obviously it's been a couple of weeks since since that that occurrence yeah, and that moment.
1: Yeah. I really enjoyed the different power dynamic. Not that I was orchestrating the thing at all. I well, it really wasn't. It was obviously a three-way decision and we all did what we wanted to do. Yeah. I wasn't instructing you what to do. However, I enjoyed the fact that I had put myself in the position where I wanted to observe rather than be told or not felt welcome. Yeah, if that makes sense. And no, I think I at any point I'd said, actually, no, I'm. I, I want to be involved. It would have been absolutely fine. But I was. I was really intrigued to see how how much I could gain pleasure wise from just, <laughs> pardon, pardon, taking it all in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or watching someone else take it but, all in
1: but safely in in a kind of i didn't feel threatened kind of way and i love watching things but also the fear of missing out as you know is sometimes takes over
0: yeah no, and I, doesn't
1: let you do that
0: i get that and i think the fact that you could have joined in at any moment yeah, of course. probably helped with it but also i think the fact that you you sort of were channeling secret stag and, and his approach a little bit because you know it there was a something missing in the room, and that that was him. I completely
1: agree. Um,
0: that that kind of gave you permission to take that approach and wear a, wear something mm. of a mask, so that you could sort of experience that in that way. Now, I, I've seen you watch before,
1: yeah. And
0: often, if we're playing with a with a single girl, you you sort of play with them, and then you get to a certain point, and you want to see me fuck them.
1: Yeah, and then sometimes join in again a bit yeah. later on, but. I I do like to sit back and watch sometimes because I don't I don't want to miss it you know yeah I I kind of like seeing it from a different perspective and that that also turns me on so I I enjoy doing that but I wouldn't want to do it every time no I can and it's very much I just felt comfortable trying that and pushing that boundary a little bit
0: I think it was the perfect environment for you to sort of explore that a little bit more I genuinely think that you that's it's not a default, but I think you do enjoy that. And I've seen you sort of go into that space, but it, it totally mm. depends on the people and how comfortable that yeah, situation is. agree. Often if we've played with someone before, that helps. Or mm. often if it's just a single girl, that helps. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I've seen both you and Stag sit back and watch Vixen and I play.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely feel like sometimes I'm a more passive participant in, in group activities or can be. And I'm okay with that, and, because it you know it kind of plays to my letting my mind do most of the work for me I think. yeah,
0: I think plus sometimes it's you know I think you like to sort of sit back and just take it all in and process kind of what's going on but I, it was it was really fascinating to have that experience, and i I mean I couldn't do it, it, it I would really, really struggle
1: I know, and it, it's a shame in a way because because I, I love playing with women, as you know, and it would be really quite interesting for me me to play with women and just have you kind of observe. But also, I know that's not your thing. And for that reason, it probably wouldn't work for me in a way because I'd be so worried that you're not enjoying it. Well, I'm I su- probably wouldn't get turned on <laughs> anyway.
0: I'm sure there's been at least a couple of minutes when I've not been playing. A
1: minute. Yeah, I know. How, how did you manage?
0: I, badly. Yeah. <laughs> the months of psychological <laughs> counselling afterwards. I think I, I like to be... Gen- you know, we've established I like to be involved. I think there is, I, I can sit back a little bit, but I'm, uh, my my patience for it is much is more like a yo yo than a fucking boomerang. <laughs> so I know that I, I immediately want to jump back into the foray and, and and be involved because that's where I get the enjoyment. I I don't get so much enjoyment out of just seeing someone else.
1: No, I get that. It's kind of like having porn hub in your room, isn't it? <laughs> it's like there in front of you. I mean, it's it's pretty hot to watch. That being said, I I don't really like being watched. So I don't... <laughs> my, my want for you to sit back and observe is not because I want to get off on the fact that you're watching me, but more the fact that I'm just being a bit selfish and I want a lady to myself.
0: I I get that. <laughs> I totally and get I understand. So,
1: but it's kind of like, yeah, but it's not... Um, an altruistic move on my part or I just <laughs> literally want to play a lady uh, whether you want to watch or not is your bag <laughs> but I don't think you do so no
0: I, d- I don't particularly I think you know I, I would rather ro- watch than than not be involved at all
1: but don't you think that would make you feel worse knowing that you're watching something and mm. I
0: imagine in this scenario there is a timer to how long that will last oh. but it, equally <laughs> I think if you know for example um, we've got a single lady coming around soon Oh, yeah. And if, the, if you were to go right, I'm going upstairs with her. Uh, that, you would
1: kick off. Yeah,
0: right. So.
1: No, Mr. H. Stay in the hot tub on your own. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Hang on. No, 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 no. I've seen I'm how just
1: long, no, seen how long it
0: takes you to get out of a hot tub. You'll be like, you get out of the hot tub, <laughs> leave me in here, or you go fix us a drink. <clears> and, <throat> and there have been situations like that particular moment where I have stayed outside and, and watched a bit but not much though <laughs> not, but it's not much but the fact that I can do that at all is is significant growth for are we me.
1: growing are we yeah slightly
0: yeah I'm, I'm not I'll never be progressive do you,
1: do you think by this time next year you might like extend that to five minutes
0: <laughs> you wish
1: if I give you a transformer to play with
0: oh that's different what sort of transformer
1: <laughs> oh a new one you haven't transformed before
0: no oh, this is all right <laughs> why are you trying to turn me on again
1: <laughs> so i can have my lady tie yeah
0: that's what i thought
1: <laughs> it's never gonna happen it's
0: gonna I be a vibrator <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: i know it's not gonna happen it's something I've, i i've i've kind of like reconciled myself to the fact that that's just not gonna happen i don't and i don't want to do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable so
0: i think there is there is a moment where we've kind of gone well that's never going to happen and actually most of those things have genuinely happened over time mm. there's there's not that many things that 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 haven't happened, albeit in very small doses. So I wouldn't be surprised if if, if that happens in some form or other. Mm. It may not be the exact visual that you have in your head, but it. But I wouldn't say that it necessarily has to be a million miles away.
1: Hey, babe, why is your dressing gown
0: smell like chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my drink smells of roofie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can not have my damn, babe.
0: <laughs> so, right. you know, I think... These things are all mm. within the realms of possibility. But I, I think if I was just my default setting would be like, ah no, I hate this.
1: Mm, but I know.
0: But equally, you know, if we look back how far we've come, we didn't ever think we'd play with a single guy, and we did. Yay. <laughs> all right, there <laughs> we go. The one. Just the one. Okay. <laughs> fine. Well you do the fabmin then. You can sort You that don't shitter. even
1: want me to play with a single guy. I know.
0: You don't even want to log into Fab. So let's Who
1: says I'm gonna find one on Fab?
0: <laughs> That's Maybe true. I know one. Maybe you know one. No, yeah. not him. What? No. You don't know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. You do about. not. No. no, I know exactly who Jack you're talking Hughes. about. Nope. No, not him.
1: You don't know. <laughs> you huh. tell
0: you tell me a name and I'll I'm tell you if it's him. I'm just
1: going to send a message real quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, there's someone at the door. What? <laughs> I had a nod of pizza. This is terrible. So, I, you know, I I don't think... I think it's very possible that these, these things can sort of come around and that we can explore them more. I think it's just about having the right setting and the right frame of mind and the right people. Yeah. Yeah, she said very help- helpfully. Yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for kind of doing all that and um, not, not having a little hissy fit that I'm missing out on something.
0: That's fair enough. Yeah. You did well. Thanks. But equally, it's not, I don't think that's something entirely new to you.
1: No, but again, as I said, it's definitely not something I would do a lot. No. It has to be the right circumstances.
0: There we go, see? <laughs> Anyways, so any any thoughts about people who are looking to try out a similar sort of situation? Any tips?
1: I would absolutely say if, if it's something that is features in your, your own fantasy or imagination in some small part already chances are you'll really enjoy it mm-hmm. because it's kind of that compounded. And if you let yourself not be kind of worrying that you are missing out on something and just kind of let, let it all unfold in front of you yeah. and think about how aroused you are, then I think it will absolutely work for you. Yeah. And at any point you can also kind of reintegrate yourself. I yeah. think if that's a kind of, actually I think I may want to come back and join you. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would be like, "No, go away." <laughs> <laughs> Apart from you,
0: no, you're not coming back. This is my lady time. Fuck off.
1: I would definitely say, like, try it, like, because what's the worst that can happen?
0: Well, like, I remember eating uh, sweet corn once and being told that it tasted like peas.
1: That's because I someone lied hated to you. It.
0: Hated it. I'm never and going also, back to sweet corn.
1: Sweet corn and peas don't actually taste that different.
0: I know. What the hell did that idiot know? Nothing. <laughs> And I'm still scarred to this day. Don't bring me I sweet corn. I do not understand how, blah, blah,
1: blah, how blah. you can find sweet corn so offensive. Blah,
0: blah. It's not peas. It's
1: not like give peas a
0: chance. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly that.
1: No, I, I would say definitely find the right mood that you know will not threaten you in any way. So kind of put yourself in, in like environmentally, like actually place yourself where you can see everything to your advantage and you know that you're going to sit back and enjoy a show, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, rather than feel like you're squidged upon the end of a corner of a bed, kind of not actually feeling welcome anyway because you're kind of being squeezed out. If you or, go and put yourself in a position where you can see and enjoy it, great. If you want to sit back and have a drink while it's going on and see how you feel, then even better.
0: Or place a 360 camera in the room and then get involved. No, but and then everyone's on a it. tiny planet. I know it's amazing I
1: don't like everyone to be on a tiny planet no I, I would say absolutely get the best out of that situation and, and curate it yourself yeah like get what you want from it by making setting the scene yourself and even directing it kind of like I kind of fell naturally into a. I want to see more of this so I'm going to ask you to move and do that because mm-hmm. I want to see that rather than oh shit I can't see that very well and that's not really working
0: for me it was interesting, actually, because I did find myself putting Secret Vixen into various positions where I mm-hmm. knew that you'd be able to get either a good shot or be able to see something interesting. Yeah. Or, or, or so it would be, it would look sexier or something. And, and that's how does kind of, it feel for you being watched, though? Because uh, I guess that you probably quite like I, I have no problem being watched by, by people that I like and enjoy. Oh, good.
1: So you like me. <laughs> I love you. You're,
0: you're my world. And, you know, I, I just don't like the idea of going to a club and being watched mm. by all and sundry. Yeah. It's I like if that. it was a club full of my friends, absolutely fine. Bit weird though, right? <laughs> well, they're all sexy friends in this scenario. I mean, you know, okay. yeah, not just yeah. like my mates from right. primary school or yeah. something. So yeah, I, <laughs> I, I have no problem with um people that we've met and interacted with and and even periphery, no. Mm. But it's just when it's the zombie shuffling wankers that they're just slapping one out over me having sex with somebody. It's yeah. not, no, I get not my thing. Not my thing at all. But yeah, it was it was a it was a really fun evening. What made me laugh is the next day we woke up and, and bearing in mind we were in two different beds right so we had a yeah. like a double bed and secret vixen had like a single bed
1: yeah
0: and woke up and she was sort of sleepy mm-hmm. and you decided that you're going to give me some head
1: well you decided that you had morning wood and you I, wanted to I do can't with it i
0: can't decide that well, you it was did. just no i didn't decide it it was just there and you decided you're like i'm gonna numb this <laughs> and she sort of turned around at one point so, so the, the the duvet was moving up and down, and I think just went. Oh, I saw this and just pulled it over my <laughs> head and went back to sleep. Well,
1: it gives me an extra five minutes of sleep. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, Mr. H, not waking women up since twenty twenty one. So, yeah, it was a it was a really sexy, uh, sexy time. I think. What I really loved is just all the debriefing and all the conversations that we've had subsequent to that that have been really interesting and really insightful. And we've kind of talked a lot of this through and and it was really, really cool to hear your message to Stag because I've sort of that's confirmed or not that you haven't confirmed what you said, but, it, <laughs> but that's kind of all al- lined up and yeah. sort of gone through it. So, yeah. It kind of
1: brought its life again, didn't it? Yeah, the
0: timeline seems a bit wobbly of what happened when exactly. But it uh, sounds.
1: Mine's more accurate because I wrote it quite soon after it happened.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that.
1: And I did ask you here and there when I was writing it, did yeah, this that's happen? True. Did this happen? And you were like, yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Exactly. But My memory yeah. since then is like, meh.
1: But it's incredibly hard to remember all the little bits of no, That's just the crease in my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's nice in a way that I have chronicled it already because mm-hmm. then I can now kind of refer back to that. And it felt nice writing it for someone who missed out and kind of sharing it with him. Yeah. Cuz I feel like he really needs to hear it.
0: Well, I think that's part of the whole process for, for him and 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 that sort of stag and vixen scenario is mm. that, you know, you want to hear the stories and to have that from somebody else from a you know cuz he gets the story from from her. Yeah. When she can tell it. <laughs> so,
1: I should also mention I waited until they had reconnected and debriefed and you know, she had told him everything from her perspective and they'd reconnected before I then offered my own version.
0: Okay. So So it was really
1: important that, you know, they they did that first.
0: So now I need to hear her version and the circle will be
1: complete. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're gonna hear that. <laughs> it's hard enough getting any response out of her if you're for a cup of tea. Oh, actually no, that's quite no, yeah, you would like you'll a cup get an
0: of tea. immediate response for a cup of tea. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say anything else for she will <laughs> seek me down and destroy me.
1: <laughs> Very true.
0: Exactly that. So I think that's kind of kind of been the thing that we wanted to cover today in terms of sort of you taking a bit of a different stance. Sort of taking a bit of a backseat, me putting on more of a show, if that was technically mm. possible.
1: Yeah, it is, apparently.
0: It, it is. Uh, me really boasting about the fact that I made two ladies come at the same time. That was important. Do you want to get on a t shirt? Yes, I'm going to get it on a t shirt and a sweatband. Are you, are
1: you going to, well, you're going to, well, you kind of got a double cum bubble or something.
0: Double cum bubble? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the worst club <laughs> ever. And really just kind of talking through your thoughts. It was really cool to hear that. Mm. So. I think we're going to start wrapping up now. So what I want to say is, uh, if you want to get in touch about this episode, if you had some sexy thoughts about it or if you enjoyed it, let but us know. But not a shit review. But not a shit review. I'm going to come on to the reviews <laughs> in a second. Uh, message us at bedhoppersuk on Twitter, bedhopperssuck at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. It's always nice to hear people. Don't forget we're on Fab 2, bedhoppers. Mm. Yeah, That's right. That's us.
1: Bloody everywhere. I
0: know. Come and say hello to us. That would be cool. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is, we'd really appreciate that, particularly if it's a good one. (laughs) You know, I don't want any of that. These guys suck. (laughs) You know, feel free to leave us a... the guests are brilliant. I know, the guests are amazing. But feel free to leave a witty one, you know? Bonus points if you get a pirate-related joke in there for some reason. Why pirates? I don't know. It just came to my head. Okay. But I'd like to see a pirate joke.
1: Is it something to do with the R belongs for C or something?
0: (laughs) What's a pirate's favourite letter? Aww. you might think it's r oh, but his heart belongs it's to the sea <laughs> <laughs> i've
1: lost count of how many times you told me this joke and well, i still I, don't remember it.
0: i think it's the fact that bradford tells it to us every time we see him pretty much so <gasps> damn it um i have stolen that blatantly from him thank you bradford so. okay, he doesn't care he doesn't listen no he won't do but angela will listen maybe and then we'll tell bradford and then he'll seek me down but he can't travel to this country so it's gonna be a long game
1: <laughs> i think he'll bear a grudge sometime. time
0: anyway uh, feel free to leave us a review and include a pirate joke if you fancy that would be fun <laughs> I quite like that let's make it all piratey <laughs> and the other thing I just want to want to say before we wrap up and get to the nice end music which you apparently hate I do you do but that's fine I enjoy it it's mm. you know my favourite a while ago back I don't know about a month or two oh, we more had... than that oh it's a while back we had the amazing and delightful and we've given them enough nods today Secret Stag and Secret Vixen in our podcasting studio Yeah. So we thought we'd try and do some recording and get them and you to read some of her blog. Yes. Whilst we were attempting to distract them.
1: Yeah. We did this like three months ago.
0: Yeah. It's like that hysterical literature literature thing or whatever it is. I've
1: only just heard about hysterical literature.
0: Okay. It's been going for a long while. I
1: didn't know until literally yesterday.
0: So it kind of ended up being more of just a flat recording of things. But we're going to chuck, you know, over the next few episodes, we're going to chuck one of them on. We'll let you figure out who is whom.
1: (laughs) Well, obviously mine is the impeccably read one. Is it? Even though I was being distracted.
0: All right. I read impeccably. You're the one that sounds like an evil Star Wars officer. Yes, kind of. Yes, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah we're going to chuck one on after the music so stick around you might enjoy that and if you do um, great fantastic uh, also leave us a review for that <laughs> and don't forget you can check their blog out somewhere find it secret fix blog something <clears throat> blah 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 we've done enough
1: like blowing smoke up their asses. they can go and hand them I down did as not, as not touch our ass. it's
0: very important to point this out <laughs> <laughs>
1: back firmly against the wall. Exactly that. Exactly
0: (laughs) that. She knows. Anyways, Mrs. H, do you want to do your thing?
1: I do. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed.
2: Getting into the swing of things. Following our dinner date with the bedhoppers, we set to work on the frustratingly difficult task of trying to synchronise our diaries so that we could meet up again. As ever, our everyday lives threw obstacles at us, which meant that our reunion would not come around as quick as I would have liked. However, a date was eventually settled upon and this time, having learnt my lesson from our previous meet, this one was going to be the whole weekend. Since our previous encounter with the delightful Mr. and Mrs. H, our relationship had grown from strength to strength. We would regularly converse online and had even created a force to be reckoned with on the battlefield of a highly popular online game, much to all of our immense amusement. Our upcoming visit was often the topic of conversation during our evenings online and the tone was, would often turn flirtatious. These exchanges did not only serve as entertainment for me, but were also integral at easing the nerves that were bubbling beneath my excitement at the prospect of playing with not just another man, but his wife as well. Our evenings spent gaming together became more frequent on the run-up to our visit to the Bedhoppers, and the hours spent chatting during these sessions created an open and honest forum for us to share our expectations for our next meeting. A key topic of our discussion was how our two dynamics would work together, us being in a hot wife relationship and the bedhoppers identifying as swingers. Typically, I would play with the ball whilst my stag watched or occasionally participated, but questions now started to arise as to what his involvement would be on this upcoming encounter. Would he watch? Would he participate? And if so, with whom? The conversation was one that my husband and I would often return to once we'd finished our group chats. Both of us had our own apprehensions to the idea of playing with a couple and whether or not we would both find enjoyment in it. As previously shared on this blog, when we had our initial conversations about entering the lifestyle, I felt quite strongly that I did not wish to see my husband have sex with another woman. Call me a hypocrite, but it simply wasn't my kink. However, Through the encounters we shared together, I was often the party that would encourage my stag's hands on participation. Furthermore, during the occasions where I had seen him be intimate with another woman, I wasn't as uncomfortable with it as I had once imagined. I would be as I imagined I would be, but I almost also hadn't taken sexual pleasure from it either, (laughs) Our discussions kept going round in circles with no clear answer achieved, so we simply agreed that we would see where things went. However, as with every encounter, we would ensure that we would take moments to check in with one another to ensure that we were both comfortable with how things were unfolding. The weekend finally came round and I had an even happier spring in my Friday step. I left work at the earliest possible opportunity, collected my husband and began the journey to Casa Hopper. Excitement coursed through me in the car despite the heavy traffic and I was eager to arrive at my destination. Whilst driving, my stag and I made predictions about what our hosts might have in store for us and it suddenly dawned on me that the nervous feeling I had become so accustomed to when travelling to meet a date was barely there. The overriding emotion I was experiencing on this occasion was excitement. We finally approached our destination and were thrilled to see that our hosts, who had been tracking our progress, were already outside waiting to greet us. Mr. H welcomed us with the same mischievous grin that he had displayed at our initial meet, and Mrs. H stood in the doorway looking as delightful as ever in her playful dress. At last we had arrived, it was time for the weekend to truly begin. Seconds after stepping foot inside, I was handing a glass of champagne, and the four of us each raised our glass to toast the evening, the first of many. A delicious meal prepared by Mr. H followed and with each course we became more and more relaxed in one another's company and the conversation flowed effortless, effortlessly. After dinner we moved from the dining room to the much lauded and eagerly anticipated hop-in. For those of you who don't follow the bed hoppers, the hop-in is a fully equipped and beautifully presented garden bar with the added bonus of a covered hot tub away from any prying eyes. Mr. H proudly took up position behind the bar and began to serve drinks, this time vodka, lemonade and lime, my favourite tipple. Under the pink hue of the hop-in, our conversations turned noticeably more flirtatious and my stag began to eye up the hot tub. Permission obtained and fueled by the good company and my recently poured drink, I made the first move into the inviting bubbles. As I approached the steaming pool, it dawned on me that I hadn't packed a swimming costume. Not wanting to be presumptuous, I inquired about the chance of borrowing one, knowing full well from the sideways glances and the devilish grins that clothing was optional on this occasion. At this discovery, I once more made the first move and began to undress. My confidence shocked me as I had only ever skinny-dipped a handful of times before and never with another couple present. The rest of the party followed suit and we all slipped beneath the bubbles. The four of us acclimatised to the water and settled back with another drink. The feel of the bubbles and hot water against my skin was delicious. Whilst I had skinny dimmed before, this was my first time in a hot tub and the sensation was highly enjoyable. The pleasure was perhaps heightened by the anticipation as to what was on the horizon. As I took another sip of my cold drink, a juxtaposition of temperature against the heat of the water in my body, I noticed that my stag and Mrs. H had moved closer to one another and were engaged in a whispered discussion. The glint in their eyes they made sideways glances at myself and Mr. H made it clear that they were both up to something. I inquired as to what they were plotting and was informed by Mrs. H that both she and my husband wished to see myself and Mr. H kiss. I was a little startled by this declaration as I had never received an instruction from the wife of another man to kiss her husband and I noticed my pulse begin to quicken at the thought of doing so. I had thought about kissing Mr. H on several occasions that evening as well as on our previous date but the instruction to do so removed that awkwardness of initiating a first kiss. Not wanting to disappoint one of my hosts, I moved closer to Mr. H as he simultaneously did the same. It was clear neither of us were opposed to the request from our other halves and within seconds our lips met. Initially the kiss was light and gentle as we experienced the new encounter, but this quickly developed into something much more intense. It was no longer just our mouths engaged in the kiss as I felt my naked body press against his. Then sensation sent another jolt of excitement through me and our kiss became more hungry. Whilst my mouth and tongue was occupied by Mr. H, I became aware of the passing commentary coming from the other side of the hot tub, and it was clear from the remarks that it was not just myself who was enjoying the kiss. During previous encounters when my stag had watched me with another man, I had often found his gasps of pleasure to be a little distracting, almost off-putting. However, on this occasion I found myself tuning into the words that were being uttered and even acted up to them. For the first time I found myself to be truly enjoying the performance and it was clear from the way that Mr H was responding to them that he was too. We continued to kiss and for the first time I felt his hands move away from my face and travel down my neck. The voices of our audience quietly narrated each movement and his hands paused at my breasts. The feeling of another man's intimate touch was as intoxicating as ever, and my palms recipro- <laughs> my hands reciprocated by slipping beneath the water in search of his cocks, cock. He's only
0: got one.
2: <laughs> in Search of his cock. Rewind something. Go back. I'll go back to the start of that paragraph. He's only got one He's cock. Gone. I promise. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna
0: get his cock <laughs>
2: Take
0: up pants She's doing very
1: well. Oh <laughs> Go back to the beginning of the
2: paragraph. Oh no, I've done something. I don't know. You touch it. You but touch as as it. As yeah. Okay. And we're Definitely back in. The, we're back in the room. During previous encounters, when my stag had watched me with another man, I had often found his gasps of pleasure to be a little distracting, almost off-putting. However. On this occasion, I found myself tuning into the words that were being uttered and even acted up to them. For the first time, I found myself to be truly enjoying the performance and it was clear from the way that Mr H was also responding to them that he was too. We continued to kiss and for the first time, I felt his hands move away from my face and travel down my neck. The voices of our audience quite, quietly narrated each movement and his hands paused at my breast. The feeling of another man's intimate touch was as as intoxicating as ever and my hands reciprocated by slipping beneath the water in search of his cock. My palm brushed against his erection and I was not disappointed. I wrapped my fingers around his dick and began to gently stroke him beneath the bubbles. As I did so, I felt his hand move between my legs and he responded with his fingers. It had been a year since I had been with someone new and I began to lose myself in the moment. The commentary that had been narrating my actions up until now appeared to fade out and my focus shifted solely to my own lust. After a few moments lost in my desire, I paused to see how my audience was responding to the spectacle before them. I was a little surprised to discover that the whispers had now been drowned out. Had not been drowned, so I'm going to go back because again, I read it wrong, I'm sorry. (laughs) a little bit distracted Um, after a few minutes lost in my desire I paused to see how my audience was responding to the spectacle before them I was a little surprised to discover that the whispers had not been drowned out at all instead my stag was indulging his own passions with another man's wife as he kissed her neck for a moment I was brought back to reality the room seemed to pause as I began to process what I was seeing My stag had always commented on how arousing it was to see me with another, and yet at that moment I couldn't determine how I felt. Was I jealous? Was I turned on? Was I angry? I certainly wasn't angry or jealous, but I also didn't find sexual pleasure from that moment. As I continued to comprehend the situation, Mrs. H noticed the shift in roles, and I checked checked that I was okay with what I was seeing. The truth was, I wasn't entirely sure, but was intrigued to see how I would feel if things progressed between her and my husband. She asked me if I'd like to see my stag kiss her properly, and I decided to take the leap of faith. As I sat across from them and watched their kiss, I soon realised that the feeling I was experiencing was that of FOMO, fear of missing out. I wanted to be experiencing the same sensations of what I was observing. Fortunately for me, I wasn't the only party in this particular predicament and I soon felt the titillating sensation of Mr. H's mouth on my neck once more. Now that I was receiving the attention I craved from another, I found the display I was watching from my husband to be far more agreeable and even enjoyable. Hands began to wander once more and my temperature appeared to spike. Was it caused by the heat of the water or the touch of another man's fingers on my clit? Either way, my sexual appetite was now salacious. It was time to move to the bedroom. On the journey up to the bedhopper's bedroom, my husband and I took a moment to check in with one another. When asked by my stag if he could play with Mrs. H, I agreed wholeheartedly and we signed the consensus with a loving and passionate kiss. Holding hands, we ascended the stairs and joined our hosts in their bedroom. Music played in the background as I coyly sat upon the bed. For several moments, the four of us chatted and joked with one another. But what this really did was provide us with an opportunity to ensure that we were all comfortable and, more importantly, happy to take things further. On this occasion, I was not the instigator of the next stage of our evening. It was Mrs. H who took the lead and this time she was moving towards me. She took me gently by the hand and inquired as to whether or not she could kiss me. The jolt of excitement that ran up my spine at her touch told me that I was more than happy to be kissed by this beauty. So I eagerly leaned in and our lips met. It continues to surprise me how different the sensation it is to kissing a woman than a man. I've always found a woman's lips to be tender and soft and Mrs. H's were certainly no different. Not wanting to miss out on the events, we were soon joined by Mr. H who once more began to kiss my neck. The sensation of both my host's mouth on my body was intoxicating and I felt myself becoming lost in the moment. Hands accompanied lips and I found myself being pushed down onto the bed. Mr. H took over from his wife at my mouth and the two of us continued from where we had left off in the hot tub. As we kissed deeply and greedily, I felt the sensual kisses of Mrs. H begin to travel down my body and the instantly recognisable and familiar touch of my husband's mouth began to caress my neck. At that delicious moment, I was receiving the full attention of three different people and I was loving every moment of it. As the men expertly occupied my upper body, my focus shifted to the movements of Mrs. H. She was continuing to journey down my body and it was clear where she was heading. I paused my kiss with her husband and watched as her hands ran over my hips and she stopped between my legs. Once more she sought my permission to proceed. When I began this journey I had never imagined that I would have been intimate with another woman and yet I was about to have another one go down on me for the second time since entering the lifestyle. I spread my legs further apart as if to give further confirmation of my consent and gasped as she stroked her tongue across my vulva. Whilst I was more than happy to be on the receiving end of the sexual attention, I now wished to express my gratitude physically. I desired to share the same pleasure I was experiencing. I sought out the erections of the men either side of me and through their gentle shudders... Hang on. What? <laughs> <laughs> let's go back sorry mr h whilst i was more than happy to be on the receiving end of all the sexual attention i now wished to express my gratitude physically i desired to share the same pleasure i was experiencing i sought out the erections of the men either side of me and through their gentle shudders to my touch i felt a shift in control With a cock in each hand the hot wife within me took over and whilst I could have easily pleasured both men my attention turned away from my husband. Since our our interactions in the hot tub I'd been greatly looking forward to this moment. I carefully shifted my position on the bed and and ran my tongue down the full length of my host's penis ending at the tip Being sure to make eye contact with him at that exact moment, I wrapped my lips around his cock and repeated the journey of my tongue and continued to do so again and again. The suppressed gasps from my stag and the quickening moans of the pleasure that escaped Mr. H signalled that my efforts were well received and were having their desired effect. For several minutes, I continued to eagerly fellate my host and delight in the quivering jolts of his body in response to my mouth and tongue. Before I could bring him to climax, Mr. H repositioned himself on the bed, signalling to me that a change in dynamic was about to occur. I was instructed to take his place on the bed, and as I relocated, I noticed that my husband and Mrs. H were once more kissing one another. I tenderly rubbed my stag's forearm as I laid on the bed, and in doing so, he turned to me and silently inquired as to how I was. I reassured him that I was more than okay, and I mouthed that I loved him. Almost simultaneously, I felt Mr. H enter me for the first time. My eyes were locked on my stag as my body began to react to the sensation of being fucked by another. I struggled to maintain my focus on my husband as my body began to give in to the pleasure I was receiving. I soon found myself biting my lip, much to the satisfaction of my stag and the woman now standing beside him. Watching them closely, I noticed that my hostess was whispering into his ear as both their eyes surveyed the scene before them. Her mutterings were inaudible, but the devilish grin on her face and my husband's erection spoke volumes. Her fingers and mouth began to explore his body before settling on his cock. Once more, he sought confirmation that I was happy for him to indulge himself with the the beautiful woman beside him. I was in fact more than happy and a little shocked at how at ease I was with it. Knowing that my stag's attention was being fully occupied by another, I allowed myself to disappear fully into the pleasure I was receiving. I locked eyes with the man on top of me and lifted my pelvis, enabling him to fuck me deeper. With each thrust, I edged closer to my release. The distant moans of pleasure from the other couple on the bed made it clear that I wasn't the only one close to climax in the room. However... At that moment, my focus was on my own gratification and that of the man providing it. Like the mercury within a thermometer, my orgasm swiftly began to rise through every inch of my body. My release was in touching distance and the intensity of my host's movement signaled that he was too. The distance and... No! (laughs)
0: Damn you! I'm going back!
2: I locked my eyes with the man on top of me and lifted my pelvis, enabling.
0: Yeah, did that again. That's kind of...
2: I locked my eyes with the man on top of me and lifted my pelvis, enabling him to fuck me deeper. With each thrust, I edged closer to my release. The distant moans of pleasure from the other couple on the bed made it clear that I wasn't the only person close to climax in the room. However, at that moment, my focus was on my own gratification and that of the man providing it. Like the mercury within the thermometer, my orgasm swiftly began to rise through every inch of my body. My release was in touching distance and the intensity of my host's movement signaled that he was too. The sounds and bodies surrounding me melted into the background as I succumbed to the wave of euphoria enveloping me. I lay spent on the bed as others soon joined me in the same post state. As the four of us laid naked together, the exciting realisation dawned on me that this was only the first night of our stay. There was more yet to come.